Everybody. My name is Patrick Purifoy, a.k.a. The Blessed Broker. I am the broker of Blessed Properties and the owner of BP School of Real Estate. Welcome to that real estate show. I have with me today my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ken Biggers. Ken, how you doing? Uh, you know, doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. We yes. are missing, we are missing Mr. Billy Bob Bridges. Yes. But uh, don't worry, he's not going far. He will be here. So uh, I know everybody loves Billy Bob. Uh, he, he brings that extra dimension to yes, the show, yes, yes, and uh, we love him, and everybody else loves him. So we we will see Billy Bob next week. You will see him and and hear him next week. Yeah, he's just out doing what he does. Out doing what he does. Hey, he he's out selling homes. He's yeah. helping somebody make the American dream come true, and that's what that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to do. So Ken, what's going on, man? You know, everything has just been going great. You know, I, I, I find myself being like, a, I can't remember the name of the movie, but every time you wake up, it's the same day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. every morning I wake up, I say, God, thank you for thank giving you. me the breath of life. Thank you for the breath of life. Yes, sir. So it's Groundhog Day for me. It's Groundhog Day. Yes. Okay. Amen. I, I can get with that. Yes. I can get with that. I'm so good. Well, hey, let's talk about real quick. KRGN. KRGN is having their uh, anniversary on May 21st. We've been talking about this and you know, hey, it, it's almost May. Yeah. You know, May is it's right around the corner. That's, yes. that's not very far. So May 21st at Long Branch Park. Anybody out there, any of you, I know a lot of you like Ken, think you can sing. We're, we're looking for singers. We're looking for step uh, uh, steppers praise dancers, you know, whatever your ministry may be, yes. we need you to come out and uh, celebrate with us and help us have a great day. Now, in order to do that, you need to go to mykrgn.com and fill out the registration form, get your application fee paid and all of that good stuff. You know, there's some money in there somewhere, yeah, all somewhere. right? Uh, and it's not much, it's not much. But yeah, we, we want local churches to join. We want this to be a true community event, not just about one or two, a true community event. So I am asking all church leaders, pastors, um, you know, hey, go have your staff go to mykrgn.com and register one of your ministries. You know, if it's your praise and worship team, your choir, your mind ministry, uh, whoever you have that you want to participate, Please join us. Please come out and make this a, a very celebratory event. Yes. Uh, this is for the community more so than it is for K, uh, KRGN, right? Yes, definitely. It's definitely yeah. for the community. But also remember, although we're signing up and there's registration going on, yeah. but we will be out there praising the Lord. Yes. You know, and, and sometimes there's a misunderstanding that as a right. Christian, we can't praise the Lord and have fun and doing have it. fun doing it. You know? Right. So we're going to do it. We're going to have some good, clean fun out there. Believe that. Absolutely. So make sure you Absolutely. come out. And pit masters, ah. or if you think you are a pit master, you think you have what it takes mm -hmm. to win a barbecue cook-off contest, again, mykrgn.com. Go register your team, register your pit crew, and get out there and let's see what you got. We, we, want, we want to taste some good barbecue, yeah. so if you think you can do it. You said the right word. Taste. Taste. Well, you, I like eating. 
Don't embarrass the family. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't I'm embarrass sorry. the family. Man. <laughs> always. Always. Always me. I know. Always. I can't help it. So be- before before we go any further, uh, you know, uh, recently we had some uh, very heavy rains here in Texas. Everybody knows that. And uh, the city of Houston was affected uh, in a tremendous way by the rains. A lot of floods uh, down there in Houston. A lot of families were displaced. And we just need to let you know that our prayers are with you, uh, our our support. So if there's anything that we can do to help you, we are here for you. Houston, let us know. Uh, Ken, you and I are members of NARAB, uh, National Association of Real Estate Brokers, but the Texas chapter that we are members of is AREB, Austin Association of Real Estate Brokers. And we do have a a, uh, chapter down in Houston as well. So I know they are on the job doing what they can to to help the citizens of uh, Houston that are displaced. So I'm sure and I know I'm not speaking out of turn when I say that the uh, Austin Association of Real Estate Brokers offers our love, prayers, and support in any way that we can Absolutely. to the Houston chapter mm-hmm. of uh, NAREB, uh, getting those displaced families some type of assistance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And matter of fact, Ken is our vice president, so I'm not in trouble. No, you're not in trouble at all. <laughs> <laughs> outstanding, outstanding, outstanding. So today, uh, 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 you know, it's, it's usually three of us here, but Billy Bob is not here. Billy Bob Bridges, everybody knows him and yeah. loves him. Man, that guy walks in a room and he just he, lights he it up. He literally lights up the room. It's, yeah. just, it is, it's infectious. Yeah, it That's is. That's the good thing about it. It is. Yes. You know, it, it, Billy Bob did something the other day. And, uh, you know, in the Army, we would say that was a bonehead mistake. He right. made a bonehead mistake. And I got mad at him, right? And he came in, he came into my office and uh, he looked at me and said, you still mad at me? <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, I can't be mad at you coming in here like that. You can't be mad at him for long. Yeah. Yeah. can't be so mad at him. Yeah, I love that brother. He, yeah. He's a good brother. He really is. Yeah. So let's get into it, man. Let's give the people some information. That's what they came for. Um, Can I start? Oh, absolutely. Okay. What you got for us? So we have a situation. And before we start, we are not lawyers. This is not legal advice. And we cannot give you legal advice. Absolutely. Okay. We're talking from experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're offering you some situations that we've been in, some situations that uh, other realtors have been through and we've had discussions with them. Uh, So we are not lawyers and we're not giving you legal advice. We're just talking through some situations that we've been in or have knowledge of. So the first scenario here is when can a seller turn off the electricity, the utilities? Now, I'm going to speak to my my young real estate agents out there that take listings. Now, in your residential um, listing agreement, there is a paragraph in there, and I want you to go read it. It says that the utilities must remain on during the entire contract. So, for the consumer, some will say, some homeowners will say, well, I'm not there. That's an extra extra bill I have to have, or extra two bills because you have to have, or three. Yes. You may have electric, you may have water and um, gas. Yes. So those things need to be on. If your if your home has appliances that require electric, gas, and water, then you need to have those on. 
Why? Because it helps streamline the process, mm -hmm. okay? So when you get an offer on your house, we don't have to jump through who's trying to contact you. You went on a, a seven day cruise to the Bahamas and you're out of touch. We can't get in touch with you to get the utilities turned mm -hmm. on. So it just saves a whole lot of time, effort, energy, and stress in contracts it all you know the rule of thumb with contracts is time is of the essence, essence it is of the essence mm -hmm. you know so if if you as a home seller decide to turn off the utilities against what our listing agreement says you may end up paying the ultimate price of having a buyer walk away it does happen it, it does happen. happen yeah you know matter of fact recently i had a buyer Mm -hmm. uh, we were actually out looking at a property mm -hmm. and had an inspector come out. It appeared that the utilities were off. Gas wasn't on, mm -hmm. the, the electric wasn't on, mm -hmm. but you know what? And this is what was really good, and this is for you consumers. Yeah. You can talk to your, your listing agent about this. Turn off the power at the breaker. Right. Okay, that, that saves you with that, right. that bill that you're concerned about. So now your utilities are on. But now you're not having to have that problem where that buyer may walk away because they have to wait on the utilities right. and they refuse to wait. Right. So it's always, a, that's a good idea, a good rule of thumb to use as well. Yeah. And so you have to have the utilities on for the home inspection mm -hmm. should the buyers choose to hire an independent home inspector. And you also have to have the utilities on for the appraiser to come through yes. and do his inspection for the bank. So those are really the two primary reasons that you have to have the utilities remain on even if the house is vacant and you're not there. All right. That's good. So what do you have for the people? Well, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm going to touch bases on a couple of things. Um, one, and, and again, we've established I'm the, what? The Q&A guy. <laughs> yes. So we're, we're going to talk about property management. Okay. First of all, and that's something that Blessed Property does. Blessed Properties, by the way, is a full service real estate company, Absolutely. which includes property management. Yes. Okay. Um, now, in, since we're in that vein, let me say this real quick. Just a quick disclaimer. Uh, property management. See, if you're with Blessed Properties, you're renting a home from us or an apartment, and you say, you know what? I'm ready to buy. Well, guess what? We do that. We do that. Okay. Yeah. Not not saying that we're the only people out there, but just keep that in mind that we we do that. Right. So let's talk about the first question of property management. Does a property manager have to be licensed? That's the question. Mm. So let me hit you with the answer. It depends on what the property manager is doing for the property owner. If the duties include showing or leasing the property for the owner, for which the manager manager gets paid, a license is required. A license is also required for any person who controls the acceptance of uh, or deposit of rent from a resident of a single family residential real property unit. So the question again was, does a property manager have to be licensed? Mm -hmm. Now, do you ever run in that situation? Uh, you know, in Colleen, we have a lot of different people that are yeah. delving into the property management field. So have you run across somebody that wasn't licensed? That I, shouldn't have been doing what they were doing? I absolutely have. And you know, uh, what people don't realize uh, that are doing property management that are not licensed, Trek can still find them. They can still be fined. So, uh, so, so yeah, if you're not licensed to do, pro if you're not a licensed real estate agent, right. um, you are putting yourself in harm's way financially um, if you're doing uh, property management. Now, can you manage your own properties? 
Yes, you can manage your own properties without a license, but to manage someone else's property, uh, doing the, the duties and responsibilities that Ken just named, showing properties, receiving rents and things of that nature, all of that requires a license. So stay out of trouble. Uh, don't do what you're not licensed to do because you can be fined. If you're found out and reported and investigated, it's highly likely that you will be fined a monetary fine. So, um, you know, just play it safe. Yeah. Leave it to the professional. Keep your money in your pocket. And consumers, you should want a licensed professional yes. uh, as your property manager, not just a friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, you could have some uh, bad turnouts because of that. Right. You know, and, and as you talk about that, it was about three months ago, I was going to, uh, to pick up uh, one of my grandchildren, mm -hmm. in fact. And across the street was a home. I thought it was a foreclosure, the condition that it was in. Mm -hmm. So I went to talk to the two guys that were outside looking at it. Right. There was a friend of theirs, and they actually had some person managing the property, and it was just in total disarray, torn up. Yeah. And so just really, just, just actually reiterates what you were just saying about right. having a professional uh, manage your property. Now let, let let me let me expound on that just yes, a minute. Absolutely. So that friend and that's in that scenario that Ken just just described. That friend. Now of course you as the homeowner, if that was your house, you would be biting mad about that situation, the condition of your home that Ken just described. Mm -hmm. But as your friend, all you can do is be mad at him. But as a licensed real estate professional, you can file a complaint. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, here's our next question. Can a sales agent be the owner of a property management company? I'm going to repeat the question again. Can a sales agent be the owner of a property management company? Well, the answer is yes. A sales agent may own the firm, but the business must be conducted through the sales agent's sponsoring broker. Yes. So, now, so do, do you ever have that situation to, to happen? Absolutely. Matter of fact, our friend that's missing today, Mr. Billy Bob Bridges, he is an agent. He's not a broker. I'm a broker. Um, and he owns a property management company, GIA, GIA, God is Awesome Property Management. That is the name of his company. And I allow him to do property management as his sponsoring broker. Yes. And I could decide you know, as the sponsoring, as his sponsoring broker to say, no, Billy, you can't do property management. Mm -hmm. So that's totally up to your sponsoring broker uh, if he decides to allow his agents under him to do property management or not. Yeah, and, and for, for you young brokers is out there, now be mindful that in doing so, you can come up to the bridge, if you will, and use a term of conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in, in some environments, and, and I say this about blessed properties because I've been around blessed properties for a minute, uh, to say the least, mm. but it's in an environment where we don't have to worry about situations like that. Right. But it is something that you want to consider when you decide to do that. Right. All right, let me hit you with one last Q&A. Mm -hmm. uh, question, when a broker holds money from property management activities in a trust account, how often is a broker required to account for that money? Answer, the broker must provide a monthly accounting of trust money if there has been any activity in the account. So, you, you, you're hearing that brokers, these are things that you must do. And when we talk about monies in a trust account, that means that your money, the money that you have that's your money, mm. does not commingle 
are cohabitate with the business money, with, with the uh, owner's money, if you will. Uh, so, so I can't go into the trust account and, and um, pay my car payment? Well, sir, you can go in your trust account and pay your car payment, but you're subject to get fined by Trek or penalized by having your license suspended uh, or even revoked. Well, what if I want to go on a seven-day cruise? Well, sir, if you want to go on a seven-day cruise, I think you need to ask your wife, can you get a second job? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. All right. So we, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and pick up on, on a, another topic, and, and I do actually have a, a second part Q and A. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let me go through mine real quick. Yes, here. All right. So I have another scenario or question mm -hmm. for you, and it's this. All right. When can I put my house back on the market after a contract falls through? So I am the homeowner. I have my house on the market. I got an offer on it. Uh, I, I uh, agreed to the offer, signed the contract, but later down the road, it fell through. When can I put my house back on the market? Can I put it on, on the market right away, or do I have to wait? All right, so the scenario uh, is just that, but what we want to do for your sake, mm -hmm. you know, that buyer that the contract fell through has to sign a release of earnest money, um, you have to sign that release of earnest money. And once you get that, that termination notice, uh, there's a termination notice as well. So you get the termination notice signed, you get the release of earnest money signed. And I would say that you are free to put your house back on the market uh, at that point. But if you decide, well, hey, we're trying to figure out who the earnest money belongs to, but I'm gonna instruct my realtor, my broker to uh, go ahead and put the house back on the market right now before we get all that settled. That first buyer, whatever the situation was that took him out of the running to buy your home, you know, that time that, that, that has elapsed, maybe he fixed the issue and now he's back in the running. He can buy your house now. So if you go against the advice of your real estate professional, now you have two contracts on the house. You can't sell the house twice. Yeah. You can only sell it to one person. So the best thing to do is to hold off get the notice of termination, get the release of earnest money. From there, you can go ahead and list. But if you don't have those two documents, I would say wait or pursue them vigorously uh, and then you'll be in the clear. All right, so wait, wait, get those two documents. Notice of termination, buyer termination and release of earnest money. That's what you need. So awesome. Q&A, hit me up. Hit you up. What, yeah. what, hold on. Okay. Hey, did y'all hear a few minutes ago, Ken said he went to pick up his grandkids? You know what? That just reaffirms what I've been saying here within the last few years. We have children having children. My children are too young to be having children. Are they, they are grown too, aren't they? Yeah. So I guess they may not be too young to have children. So they call you Paw Paw? They call, yeah, they, they call me Paw Paw. Paw Yeah, that's me, Paw Paw. But but they but see they call me Paw Paw the regulator. Oh the regulator. Oh Paw Paw the regulator because when I come in there, they, Nana can tell them to do something. They mama dad can tell them to do something. They like shh. 
I'm gonna tell Paw Paw. Oh, all fear is struck in there. So they don't get get away with. Oh no, Paw Paw don't play that. Oh okay. Paw Paw don't play that because you you're not gonna years later come down the road and say, well you didn't teach them the right way. Oh yeah. no, Paw Paw gonna teach them the right way. There you go. Definitely, definitely. You heard it from Paw Paw. You heard it from Paw Paw. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we talk down south. That's right. I just wanna throw that in. That's right. All right, now we're gonna hit the, the subject of referrals. Okay. Now the the question is. Can a license holder donate a portion of his commission to a church if one of the church members refers a client to the license holder? Now, mm. so that's the question. Now, let, let me read the question again. Yeah, read that again. Can a license holder donate a portion of his commission to a church if one of the church members refers a client to the license holder? Mm. So the answer is yes. How much? As long as the church member who made the referral receives nothing that may be defined as valuable consideration from the church or the license holder. Now the key word there is valuable. Mm -hmm. Now you said how much, so I'm going to hit you with this Q&A, let's okay. just shift to another Q&A. Right. Can a license holder offer to enter an unlicensed person in a drawing to win a cruise for referring a potential license, uh, lessee or buyer. I have to read the question again. Yes. Can a license holder offer to enter an unlicensed person in a drawing to win a cruise for referring a potential lessee or buyer? Mm -hmm. The answer is no. Since the cruise would have a value greater than, here's the amount that mm -hmm. Patrick was uh, uh, pointing to, fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. It is defined as valuable consideration. Although entering a name into a drawing may not have a cost associated with it, whoever won the drawing would be receiving valuable consideration. Mm -hmm. So now we've defined exactly what valuable consideration is. It's right. the amount of fifty dollars or more. Right. So we don't want to do that at all. Agents, brokers, hear me. We don't want to do that. Stop. Yes, absolutely. I have to say stop. Just stop. Stop. Okay. I tell you what, let me go with one more Q&A. Okay. Go ahead, one more Q&A. Uh, question. My license is on inactive status with TREC, the Texas Real Estate Commission. Mm -hmm. Can I receive money for referrals? Okay, I'm going to read it again. <laughs> My license is on inactive status with TREC. Can I receive money for referrals? We just talked this we did. The answer is no. Your license must be on active status at the time you make the referral. However, if you made the referral while you were active, you may collect that fee while you're on an active status. In order, in addition, if you are a licensed sales agent, mm -hmm. referral fees must be paid through your sponsoring broker, not to you. So you, you can't decide one day, I don't want to be a realtor anymore, but you still want to play. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and. Now, mind you, these aren't just things we're just throwing at you. These things actually happen. They actually happen, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> so what, what else you got for us, Pat? 68398. Mm. 68398. Mm -hmm. 68398. I'm already in there. You in there? I'm already in there. 68398. Mm -hmm. Now, BP School of Real Estate, 
uh, has some courses coming up next week. Texas Residential Leasing Specialist. We're offering the courses to get that certification for all you realtors out there. If you text 68398, if you text the word my, M-Y, and the number five, you will be able to receive $5 off any of those classes. That's Monday and Tuesday. Texas Residential Leasing Specialist will be offering those classes for that certification. And then on Wednesday, for all of us that require Texas uh, uh, Trek Legal Update 1 and 2 to renew our license, mm -hmm. that's Wednesday, we'll be offering both courses, 1 and 2. Again, my five. If you text the word my five, my M-Y and the number five to 68398, you will be eligible to receive a $5 discount from those classes. Monday, Tuesday, awesome. or Wednesday. Awesome. Now, in order to stay in the know of the courses coming up, because, you know, I, I got to go here. I got to say this. Go ahead. I got to say right. this. Um, outside of contracts, realtors don't like to read. RDR, realtors don't read. So, I have simplified this for you, realtors. If you would go to your phone right now and pick it up, I know you have it in your hand. 68398 is the number, okay? If you text courses, C-O-U-R-S-E-S, C-O-U-R-S-E-S to 68398, you will get periodic automatic updates to your cell phone. Everybody reads their text messages. It's a quick text. It'll come to you, you can look at it, and you say, oh, I got Monday and Tuesday, Texas Residential Lease Leasing Specialist at BP School of Real Estate. And there's a link in there. You can go straight to the website and register right there on your phone. Mm -hmm. I've made it so easy for you. RDR, you know it's true. RDR. Realtors don't read it if so it's not true. a contract. <laughs> if it's not a contract, I know, I know. So avail yourselves to that. But let me give you real quick the rundown of some other stuff. So besides those classes, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, at the end of the month, are you going to go to this one? Which one? The license to carry class. Oh, absolutely. Now, you know I got mine. I had my yeah. wife out there last weekend. Did you? Oh, man. I had my wife. I had my son. I had my daughter out there. Man. It's a whole family affair. It's a family affair. Oh, man. That's good. It's a family affair. Yeah. What what we did, what we were made to do, required to do in the <laughs> in Army, the army. <laughs> is now a passion. Man, right. I love to go out to the range and fire my weapon and my kids. They love to come out and, and, and fire the weapons as well. You know, I got them stuff that they can they can fire. Right. And my daughter, hey, keep your sons away from my daughter. Cause she packing. Hey, she packing. <laughs> She's packing. You better look out. I, Daddy don't even have to That's do right. it. She's packing. She's packing. <laughs> so that class is 38 for the last Saturday of mm -hmm. this month. Um, uh, you know, come on out. Um, that class, man, it, you're gonna love it. You're yeah. gonna love it. I mean, it's, it's a new hobby for for the entire family. That's something else that we can go out and do together and everybody enjoy. That's you good, know, a, a lot of times when you take your family out, you know, they still want to scatter. Right. But my family, my whole family, man, they're like, hey, hey, dad, can I load the magazines? When is it my turn to shoot? And we just have a good time. So this is a moment where the kids don't even have their cell phones in their hand trying to send a text message no, to somebody. No. No. Nope. That's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. I love it. 
So, you know, hey, bring your whole family, bring your whole mm -hmm. family. And veterans, the, the uh, licensing uh, portion with the state of Texas is, is at a uh, reduced rate. I think it's somewhere between $25 and $30. Right. Everybody else, I think, has to pay uh, almost $200. So, hey, good class, good class. Um, home buyer seminar. Home buyer seminar. You know, right now uh, is the time that people get out shopping for homes. Mm -hmm. May 7th, May 7th, 10 uh, o'clock in the morning, May 7th, that's a Saturday. We're having a first time home buyer seminar. Mm -hmm. A lot of good information that we're gonna be putting out. Come on out uh, and, and learn about this home buying process. We wanna remove the fear and we wanna educate. Yes. So May yeah, 7th at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, go to the website bpsore.com. That is bpsore.com, and you can register. It's absolutely free. Um, come out and join us. Let us help you buy a house. Let us educate you on how to buy a house. Um, a lot of good information. Absolutely, a lot of good absolutely. information. So please come out because it's it's for you, and it's great. Like Patrick said, it's great information. Not only there, it helps to eradicate that fear that people right. have about buying a home. Right. Hey everybody, this is Patrick Purifoy of BP School of Real Estate and Blessed Properties. Hey, join me right here this Tuesday as my co-host, Mr. Ken Biggers, and I uh, bring you some great real estate information that will be sure to help you and take the fear out of the home buying process. I'll see you on the radio next Tuesday. Hey, I want to welcome and invite you to come out to BP School of Real Estate to take all of your CE and SAE education needs. We have it all uh, from Texas uh, Residential Leasing Specialist to Trek Legal and Update 1 and 2. We run the gamut. We have everything that you'll need. So no need to drive all over the state anymore. Right here in Central Texas, in Colleen, you can come and take live classroom classes. You and I know that the online stuff doesn't work very well because we wait until the last minute to do it. So dedicate some time. Come on out. The website is bpsore.com. That's bpsore.com. Check out our course offerings and see what we have. We would love to have you. I'll see you in class. All right. Hey, we enjoy, enjoy you guys uh, talking to you guys. And thank you for sharing this uh, 30 minutes of your Tuesday with us. Uh, you guys make the show what it is and, and uh, give us the motivation and encouragement to keep doing it. So thank you. God bless you. And we'll see you right back here next Tuesday.